I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hey, I'm Doug. I'm Boar. Hey, I'm Brandon. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, a special listener-requested topic about the video games that we would like to be made, and, uh, well, a lot of other cool pop culture stuff. But first and foremost, what have you folks been up to? I got a Nintendo Switch! Awesome! Via you. Oh. Because, I knew that! It, yeah, Amazon did this thing where, like, only Prime users could buy it at its actual price for, like, 30 minutes because they were sold out. So I was like, yeah, buy me one, buy me one, buy me one. You got me one. Paid him back, but it's it really good. Yeah, thanks. So I got one. I got a Switch, and then I had to go out and buy, you know, spend more money because of the hidden costs of the Switch. <laughs> what, I had what, to buying go buy. a game? Zelda? Well, you got to think of it. Every other system that's, like, ever come out has come with a game, generally. This, is, this one doesn't to keep the cost under 300 True. But then I started looking to the other hidden costs of the Switch. <laughs> and I was like, huh, like the wipes. this seems a bit absurd. You know, <laughs> you know what? That's not actually as absurd as the things. It's like, you know, the dock <laughs> that comes with the Switch... If you want to buy one, like it breaks, or you just, for some reason, you, I don't know why you'd ever need a dock. Um, they're $90, and it is literally a generic, crappy, low-grade piece of plastic, not scratch-resistant, not anything special, with three different like ports in it, a USB-C, an HDMI, and an AC adapter. I looked them all up online, and like the consumer cost for each of those things is like under $5, and they're getting them at like direct factory costs. This thing costs like 10 bucks to make, and they're charging $90. Because they can. Because they can't, not like you need another dock, it comes with it, but like, you want two controllers? Well, it's $80 for a controller, because they're two, and they're $50 each, but if you want a set, because they both do completely different things, $80. But wait, that's not all, Doug. You're staring at me like, oh, that's got to be, but that's not I'm all. I'm like, why would you get it at this point? Yeah, okay, now. <laughs> this is why I haven't gotten it one. It comes with this neat... But you don't need these things at all. It comes with this neat little um, thing you can slide both of the remotes into, so it forms like one controller, mm. and it's called the grip, and it's just it's a little plastic thing, but it works well. Well, there's no port on it to charge the controllers when they die. Uh. So you can't keep playing when they die unless you snap it into the actual device. However, they make a grip with a charging port for $30. It is literally the same crappy plastic with a $5 USB-C port on top. That's it. And, and it's like $30. And like everything they make for this system, if you buy like a second controller and a charging thing for your controller and then your first game... It's already more expensive than like a PS4 or Wait, Xbox Wait, so the grip one. doesn't have like a battery nope. or anything <clears throat> built into it? 
Isn't no. there like little indicator lights on those? I thought I saw. No, there there are there are. It, it, it just it just sort of sources some kind of electronic connection from the Joy Cons. Oh, it just shoots see, a little light into I it. I was it's just, just a assuming light. things, and I thought yeah. that there was like a battery in no, the grip. I mean, and then when you put those little Joy Cons in there, it would recharge them while you were does playing. Does not you can buy a something. separate Pro controller if that's what you want. Pro you controller, want eighty bucks. Sure. I'm just saying, if you buy a second controller so you can play with a friend because those tiny things are terrible mm. and don't have full functionality. And then they're charging for the thing for them while you're playing. It's already the most expensive system that's like come out, and then you buy a game. So I mean, it's it's kind of like if you actually want to get set up legitimately with a Switch, it's going to be more expensive than like a PS4 or an Xbox but One. Set up? What does that mean? Because you you buy the, the two controllers and the ability to charge your controller instead of sitting them for three and a half hours in a thing and walking away. I mean, it kind of comes with two. But I've I've never Though those don't. They're both completely different functionalities. One has an infrared sensor and one doesn't. And if you want to use a complete game with a second person, you you need a full set. Well, I, I was explained that most of the multiplayer games you could use just one of the Joy-Cons. I, I guess you can, but I really don't want to use one of those for Mario Kart. <laughs> one tiny little thing that like two of my fingers can hit. Yeah, I'm with you on that yeah. for like Mario Kart or... Uh, Which is all that's really... If they ever come out with a Smash Brothers, I'm going to want one of those yeah, Pro Controllers. Yeah, exactly. And like, like I, I said, playing around well, with those by then, $80, and I don't see... I guess the technology must be really great, but like $80 for a controller... Even their regular controllers, if you break one, it's fifty dollars for one of those little nubs. Yeah, I don't remember WaveBirds being anywhere near that expensive for so, like well, GameCube there's or anything. <laughs> I mean, WaveBirds Wave didn't have rumble functionality. They didn't really have any features, and they were battery operated. I understand the Joy Cons might be expensive because there's there's a lot of technology in those small things, but like the the little charging port they couldn't add on just because they didn't want to make no, it over three hundred dollars. Some, some dumb shit about it. Like there is some dumb yeah. shit, but you know. But other than that, Zelda is the best thing ever it's it's the game that i always thought ocarina of time would be and then ocarina of time came out and said wow this is a really good zelda game but it's not what i thought it would be so <sighs> this this is actually the game when i was reading articles before ocarina of time came out because i'm old guys um it was like uh there's full night and day cycles and my brain interpreted that as 24 hours to get from one side of the world to the other in real time so you'd be right. like riding a horse and camping and fighting bosses and it's still like you wouldn't even be nearly halfway through the map Obviously, that wasn't the case. And this game that came out now is like everything I always imagined that game would be, but like 20 years ago. So I'm glad they finally got that shit right. So I'm really happy with it. It's an incredible game. Yeah. And yeah. All the, all the things that I keep discovering new things that, that just like I start climbing a mountain and then it starts raining and I just fall off the mountain or you tame a horse that throws you into a pit and you die or you get struck by lightning for no reason. That was fun. Well, not no reason. Well, I figured it out after I died. But Every, yeah. everything's a puzzle it's it's insane why I, did i get struck by lightning yeah i i was like why am i glowing this is really cool i'm gonna get these powers i'm gonna wait and see oh i just died from lightning that's cool <laughs> anyway it's a great zelda game guys just check it out <laughs> how about you doug uh i don't know if i talked about this on a previous episode but i fell down a uh, uh the ken burns uh you, you did document. not okay so so on netflix they they released some ken burns documentaries one of them was based on prohibition and it was like three episodes long so i'm like oh i can watch that it's only three episodes it's not a big commitment you know and i'm i'm always criticizing like other shows for asking too much of my time doug who's ken burns ken burns is a, a filmmaker who's made a ton of famous documentaries you know like that cliche of like you know showing an old civil war photo and it slowly like zooms in on it and you hear someone reading the letter like my dearest margaret <laughs> my dearest margaret up. consumption has yeah. taken my best friend this dude 
pretty much invented it, at least as as we know it now, and like it's popular because of him. Because mm, it's called this, the Ken Burns effect. Yeah, that, the actual that, technique, that, that dolly zooming in uh, thing or whatever on photos and stuff. Anyway, so um, he cool. did one on uh, baseball, the Civil War, World War II, like all this stuff. Did he do one on photos? He should. <laughs> that would be. He should do an about photos. Ken Burns documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, Documentary reception. <laughs> so so anyway, he did that would one. Be incredible. That, was, that would be incredible. Uh, but he did one. Of those only it was only three episodes, and it was about prohibition. And I'm like, I don't really know anything about prohibition other than it happened. People didn't like it, and then it ended. So <laughs> that's, that's what it says in the history books. Yeah, it says you know next chapter. You know, in high school they don't really go into it. So I was just like, all right, let me let me see what this is about. And uh, it was it was awesome. And it was like a little slow at first because I'm it, it all paints the context of like why this has to happen. And by the time I finished it, I'm like, that's like crazy. And I feel educated on this thing. I didn't know anything about and wow that it's like it really echoes our times like you know we think like with marijuana got it yeah not even just with marijuana but just like like with politics and i'm not going to go into the politics of it i'm just going to say that it's like the the types of fake news you know and all this things like this is a seriously an echo like the same arguments that are being made today that you're hearing from people you know it's like almost identical to something that happened decades and decades yeah. ago i mean when you first brought that up i was like well in a few years you'll probably we'll probably look back and be like oh well we lived through like marijuana prohibition yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> and, and again it's not even about just the prohibition of one substance it's it's about like the the politics of the time and anyway anyway so it's really interesting and then i'm like okay wow you know thumbs up i like that and then it's like hey would you like one about the roosevelt's and i'm like uh well, all right what do i know about the roosevelt's fdr he he was kind of cool right i mean <clears throat> You know, World War Two. All right, then. Uh, but Teddy Roosevelt. I know some people said he was like a real dick. So I don't know if I want to read more. Which or one was in more. the wheelchair? FDR. That's FDR. You can make fun of him. He can't fight back. It's cool. Well, I mean, that's, I, I went in with the impression thinking this is. I'm gonna think this like that's the default cool dude. And Teddy Roosevelt, although he's cool, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, maybe he's kind of a jerk. I don't know. But anyway, I start watching. Like, oh, three episodes again. I can do three episodes. That's no problem. Uh, after I finish the third episode, Netflix pops up and says. Do you want to Jeez. continue watching? And I'm like, what do you mean? There's three episodes. And it's like, no, there's seven episodes. And I'm like, she of Roosevelt. Oh, Roosevelt? Yeah. And it's of it's of it's of uh mm. Teddy Roosevelt, FDR, and Eleanor Roosevelt. It's actually all like all yeah. three of them. And uh without taking way too long to just retell you the whole story, um it was Oh kind no, of, please do. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so it's all about the Roosevelt. Speak please. softly, it's actually, carry a big stick. It's actually right? really awesome because I went into it being like, oh, Teddy Roosevelt, I don't know if I'm gonna like him because he's kind of like, you know, the jock. He's kind of a bully. You know, and he, he says came bully. Out of it, well, a rough bully. bully is his catchphrase. <laughs> so but then I like I start watching it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually really s- sympathize with this guy now and oh I I understand it now. I get it. I get why this what this guy's like remembered and why he's important. Um, and then they start talking about FDR because he comes after, and I'm like, I think I hate this guy. <laughs> like, it completely, like, I was like, do I, oh my gosh, I don't like, he's, I'm finding very little to like about this guy, and then all of a sudden, polio happens, and the dude turns his life around. Like, it's crazy. It's, it, like, I he never, gets polio or just happens to the world? He, no, he gets polio. And then he changed, like he, like he, he turns into a better person. Yes. Oh, I mean, we do need health care so for everyone. Wait. That's what I mean. Why did we cure polio then? If it has that sort of a transformative <laughs> effect on people. It had that transformative effect on one man. Do you, know well, why we, do you know why we cured polio? I think we need a larger sample size. We cured polio because the president caught polio. That's why. In a I'm way, to it. yeah, he wasn't president right. when he got it. New, but, new initiative. Yeah. Give the president AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> How or polio or and, her- and heroin addiction 
Yeah. But the the lesson and that I've learned warming. Well, and, and I'm not even I'm not even finished with the with the <laughs> series yet, but the lesson that I'm continually learning is as soon as I figure, oh, I get what that person's about, no. <laughs> like something happens in their life, tragedy strikes, something happens, and then they change. Same with Teddy Roosevelt. His life is going on one trajectory, a tragic event happens, he becomes a better person. And it's like, oh, then he does something shitty. I'm like, oh, I guess he wasn't really a better person. Then another tragedy happens, and it's, then he becomes an even better person. You're people like, forget tragedy after a while. When the pain goes away, you're like, I remember I used to These be people don't. <laughs> like, these, like, anyway, uh, so I, I highly recommend it. If anyone's interested in like trying to learn more about things they didn't talk about in school and uh, making history feel like relevant, um, they're, they're totally cool. And they're all on Netflix. Yeah. So get them now while you can. Who knew Netflix could be so educational? I didn't. That's Not- why I'm surprised. That's why, I, <laughs> that's why I'm binging it. How about you, Boar? Uh, well, uh, interesting thing that uh, happened to me lately is uh, I'm generally not a huge fan of MOBAs or... Uh, mobile what what is it i I know what a moba is but i couldn't tell you what it stands for multiplayer online battle arena i believe base or battle yeah quake like league of legends uh dota yeah multiplayer online battle arena yeah okay um and uh the one that i've been getting into (laughs) also known as arts action real-time strategy whatever uh i I I don't know i disagree with that i've never heard anybody call them that that's wikipedia real-time they got it's got an aka i mean i would consider that to be like starcraft but that's that's just a real-time strategy not an action real-time strategy oh oh, okay Uh, yeah i mean i guess whatever how's quake (laughs) 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 um but heroes of the storm dropped their 2.0 update where they pushed out like a couple of new heroes uh a new map uh overwatch style where you've got like a uh a payload that you have to escort so it changes up the gameplay of heroes of the storm a little bit i think you mean team fortress style uh original team fortress didn't have payloads so team Team fortress Fortress 2 did i guess (laughs) anyway um, they pushed out this 2.0 update. They added in the random loot boxes because they saw how well they were working out for Overwatch. And they're like, hey, hey, we're not making enough money the other way. Let's let's change it into random loot boxes. People really like those and they really like skins. So they added a crap load of skins and new cosmetic items and they added in sprays for some reason. The fuck is a spray? Uh, like, you know, like, an, like an Axe body spray? Like you spray on the wall no, your tag. Like yeah, an, like you like can tag, tag surfaces and, with yeah. stuff. I haven't even figured out how to do it in Heroes of the Storm. I thought that game was like an overhead down-looking view. Yeah, like, it is. Oh, why do you need Like I said, I haven't even figured out how to do it, but they're there now for okay. some reason. Um, but they also did some new uh, tie-ins with Overwatch and World of Warcraft where they're like incentivizing you to play heroes of the storm with your friends and if you play uh five games with your friends in a week you unlock new skins and fun stuff in overwatch and or world of warcraft lately the push has been overwatch for this 2.0 update so all of my friends lately that also play like overwatch and world of warcraft have been wanting to really play Heroes of the Storm, so they can unlock the stuff for the other games. So you're like, oh, I don't want to play Heroes. Of the so Storm. I've been playing at the bare minimum <laughs> about five uh, matches with friends on Heroes of the Storm per week, so I can over- unlock all the stuff in Overwatch. And uh, I don't know. There's just been sort of like a renewed interest in general because even after they meet that quota, some of my friends have been like way more interested in it. Hmm. So I've been kind of roped into that. And um, <laughs> uh, no one I'll, can force you to do anything you don't want to do, boy. That that's true, but you can be unless roped they have in. a gun. Oh, I guess you can be roped in <laughs> with a lasso. Yes, 
Yeah, but other than that, um, I've been playing. Uh, I, I bought Prey. Which How is, is a really that? Cool game. I really wanted to know, like, if it's. Do as we good want as... to talk about that now, or do you want to say? Yeah, that eat, for eat pray, love. Right? Yeah, <laughs> pray. Uh, pray is really good so far. I've only played it a little over like two hours, maybe closer to three. Uh, but it's pretty much in a nutshell: Bioshock in space. Do you like, remember who makes a... it? Okay, that sounds pretty good. Uh, I can't remember who makes it. Bethesda. Thing, that, sound, like that. that sounds yeah i think it's bethesda that distributes it at least yeah arcane studios okay. yeah but anyway it's basically just bioshock in space you're trapped in this floating space station that orbits the moon and a bunch of crazy stuff starts happening you have uh modifications to your body kind of like plasmids only this time they're uh more space te- nids. yeah <laughs> they're they're not space nids but they're just <laughs> they're technology oriented it's like cybernetic these, or just they're brain neuromods so it's like it kind of looks like a little gun that you shoot into your eye and these little tendrils <laughs> go in and modify your brain hmm. okay so i was very confused when you said you were playing prey i was uh, because i was like maybe he just picked up an older game Oh, but, okay. No, it's a reboot. It's, it's a it's a reboot. It's a remake of the twenty. It's not a remake. It's a reboot. Okay. Uh, there in two thousand six, there was a game called Prey. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that actually. And this one actually is intentionally a spiritual se- sequel to System Shock, the game that yes. became Bioshock. Yes. Okay. Weird. Wait, did you say this is a sequel to System Shock? Spiritual sequel. Oh fuck! I might have to. What Just about like System? Bioshock was but a spiritual it, it, sequel. It, it to plays System a lot Shock. more like Bioshock and oh. Dishonored. I was like, if it was like System Shock two, I'm buying it today. It. Uh, it's Do you have to hack cameras, but you don't have enough skill points to get hacking skills up? Yes, there is a lot oh, of stuff shit. like that. Uh, there's actually probably more interesting stuff like uh, like that, uh, too. Um, the the skill trees that you can get, um, you can hack into various, like you can hack through doors or into various parts of computers that are like locked up. Um, there's uh, like repair. You can repair robots or turrets that you find kind of like you didn't. I guess they kind of did that in Bioshock, but that was, I guess that was... A, under the blanket of hacking in that one. Um, I would really but, like a space game where your repair skills can be reused for it, repairing anything. Like you have a broken toilet, you can repair it and get experience. Just yeah. Repair a, a pipe in the wall. Uh, I have hand, another hand, question. Handyman space simulator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that'd be really good. Uh, can we get, is that's it going to be about 2006 prey? Uh, no, oh. no. It, uh, uh, the t- based on the teaser trailer uh, at E3 last year, um, it was described as a space horror version of Groundhog Day. Is this an accurate description? Well, like I said, I'm not too far into it, but so far I there was one moment like that so far, but it's hasn't been a recurring Wait thing. a minute. Isn't every video game like Groundhog Day? <laughs> you <laughs> die and then you go back and you just do it again until you get it right. But I think this you what you die kind maybe of, as part yeah. of this of the well, story. Well, maybe this one has, uh, and then some, only when you finally the, get it right. The difference you, is, <laughs> is you're you're in this repair the this, toilet, kill you know, that enemy, or else you can't proceed. The space station, and when you are you know res when you respawn, uh, Sunny and Cher plays, and that's really the you know the, 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 the only factor. difference. Yeah, that, that that's what makes. <laughs> it I mean, there's so I'm having flashbacks to older games where I'm like, all right, I know the enemy's going to come out there. I know the enemy's going to come out there, so I'm going to wait here and do this, and that's that that's Groundhog Day. Yeah, and then you die, you wake up, and you do I it again. You babe. <laughs> Somebody needs to make like a Fallout mod where that happens where every time you die and you that wake up in a bed plays. that starts. Uh, but uh, I did actually play the 2006 version, which is totally different. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I guess some parts of it are have there's parallels because there was like aliens, but uh, in that one you played a like a space Native American. 
Turok. So there was like it. a lot of oh shit Native that American g- themes. That game? Yeah, that was Prey. Hold. Oh, okay, now it's starting. To, okay. So what does this have to do with that at all? Is it just the same yeah. name? I'm pretty sure it just has like aliens and like, space. I don't know. <laughs> space. I don't know. It doesn't. So far, I haven't seen yeah. anything that's similar other than there's aliens. Are huh. you the prey? Of now, something? one thing that's sort of interesting is that the main aliens that I've run into so far are mimics, like straight up treasure m- chests that turn into. They're not teeth treasure chests, but they can take the form of any object that is around. Sometimes you'll see them in their oh. normal, like they kind of look like, uh, like pitch black sort of hazy, uh, head crabs kind of only like really stretchy like and that, weird uh, that red then, dwarf episode polymorph but then sometimes you'll see them kind of like crawl off and then they'll like just turn into a coffee cup or something mm. <laughs> you see a coffee cup just appear there and you're like what well it, they'll usually copy something that's nearby so sometimes like if you see two trash cans and one of them's like knocked over you probably want to shoot the so trash they won't can. turn into a person where like you're chasing on a monster or an alien around the corner and all of a sudden this guy's like hey i'm just me greg and he walks by i haven't encountered a lot of live people yet bleep blah blah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Doesn't what's going on in that well. game <laughs> but i guess if you're really uh oh, the type guy, of person it was all the uh, latest space slang bleep blah blah greg bleep blah blah <laughs> tgif if you're the type of person that gets really like scared by games i guess or paranoid about them you might get a little paranoid that you're walking past shitloads of mimics or something. I actually think that's really cool. They can turn into, is it just random or what, the, what they turn into or is it like predetermined? Well, like I said, usually they're copying other objects that are nearby. So, so if you like kind of like punch one and then he freaks out, will they turn into like something else? Well, if you shoot them while they're in object form, you get like a sneak attack bonus because they weren't expecting it. Because they're going to try to kill you as soon as you walk by pretty much. Yeah, oh, I that mean, sounds usually really, they and, I mean, and some and sometimes like if you're just walking around too loud and there's a bunch of them in the area, they'll just start walking around um, <laughs> on their own, like not as objects, but as their weird spiders. Because they're not scared oh, of you or whatever, because there's strength in numbers. Is or, there multiplayer? Right, yeah, but if they they get scared, they seem to like hmm. scuttle off and take the form of an object. So if you see one and it runs off, you're like, oh shit! Where Please is tell it? me there's multiplayer. Where people can be the aliens is. and like disguise themselves as trash cans. No. Because this is exactly what Dark Souls 3 multiplayer turned into for me. There's, oh. there's a skill that lets you turn into just random objects. And I just got that. I would invade people's world and turn into like a chest or a vase. And they would just <laughs> run by you for like 20 minutes. And you just slowly edge toward them and then just jump out and murder them. I have them. seen videos of people doing that. And I, love, I love it. You have no um, idea where they are. Do you know that there's a, a Team Fortress 2 mod called Prop Hunt that's pretty much like that? Only ha- like one team can turn into random objects and the other team is all uh they're pyros so they have a flamethrower and they have to try to find the <laughs> it's, objects it's so much but they fun. have very limited amount of napalm to like shoot it so they have to be very careful so you they have to like look for clues like what's out what's out of order because you can't just go around shooting fire constantly That's true. so well, I, that one's pretty yeah. interesting like pretty much the props just have to like get unnoticed so if you see a coffee cup game. in the middle of the floor you're like well that's probably a bad guy right yeah right. <laughs> that's actually but anyway so really far cool. pray uh if you like bioshock or uh dishonored or pray <laughs> uh, if if anybody even played that um, i did <laughs> now it's pray so remember uh, the space native americans yeah 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 oh, okay. it was like fire in the sky but with dances with wolves <laughs> <laughs> mixed with Wait, fair, mixed with mixed with groundhog day <laughs> yeah that yeah that mixed great. with groundhog day <laughs> 
Amazing. And yes, it's P-R-E-Y, Brandon, not P-R-A-Y. I was going to say, where is, where's the church? Where's the like, are you like, I'm about to die, you pray and you get like spiritual powers. Yeah, it's not like that. Like that Noah's Ark game that was so good, right? Yeah. For NES. Elder yeah. Scrolls, right? Yeah. Elder Scrolls Pray <laughs> edition. Um, well, later this month, I'm going to be at Moogfest, um, May 18th through 21st. That's in Durham, North Carolina. It's a, a symposium of... Home of Durham Wheat. Sorry. They are. Okay. <laughs> That's a real uh, thing? Is that yeah. just a brand? Yeah, Durham, Durham. Or is that a special... It's a type that... of wheat. Learn your spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't talk like that. Uh, it's a symposium of science, technology, and music. Awesome bands at night and uh, awesome symposiums during the day. Uh, the people who run the Large Hadron Collider is going to be there, like teaching a master class. And... Wait, what? Yeah. They're the ones from Sweden because we never built one because we suck? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. That's actually pretty I cool. Mean, we, have, we have colliders here. Just yeah, not, not the big. Large Hadron Collider. That's true. There yep. is that only one. Smashing gold of particles, those. making them black holes. <laughs> um, a- AI's uh, developments and all, all kinds of different stuff. It's it's incredible. Expect a full report. Um, and uh, and I've just been I've been trying to get a lot of uh, projects done before then. And, and then every so often something happens where I end up wasting a bunch of time. Like last night when I was looking for a Dorito bag that I hadn't scanned for the latest episode of Dungeons and Doritos, and then all the bags fell out of the closet. And then I was like, well, shit, either I could stack these up or I could spread them out all over the floor and figure out just how many bags we're at right now. Have so, you kept every single bag people have like sent you? Or? Yeah, every bag, every bag of a Dorito that we've eaten during the recording of Dungeons and Doritos since 2009. How many bags? Uh, 243 individual bags uh, with a total of 86 flavors. Wow, that's, wow. Pretty, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I was talking earlier about how my call of, the Call of Duty ones, even though I don't really care about Call of Duty, were my favorite my favorite flavor. Battle Black Pepper Jack, yeah. So good. Well, uh, I, I made a photo of all of them. I, I spread them out all over the floor and stacked them into the different stacks, the different bags, and uh, and then took a uh, climbed up on a ladder and tried to press myself against the ceiling to try to get them all in one shot. And it, uh, it eventually it worked out. And so uh, that took about a couple hours in the middle of the night. <laughs> I thought there was going to be an injury story in there. Uh, no, just just uh, just my sleep <laughs> Needless schedule. Needless to say, one of my feet is now a permanent Doritos bag. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I made this, I made an image, I made a graphic of it. And I, I uh, if, if everybody's so inclined, I would love if you passed around this uh, uh, achievement question mark that uh, <laughs> if only we had one of those uh, guardians of the galaxy bags to uh, add to the collection oh yeah one of the uh, the guardians of the galaxy bags that uh, were sold on amazon that's a bag that plays the soundtrack yeah. or the guardians of the galaxy one that has a completely different flavor because no not that one that uh, one's easier to get well if you're in australia yeah um but fortunately thanks to nerdy show listener roy we're getting that and fried chicken southern fried chicken from australia very nice. soon yeah, thank what, you, Roy. What does northern fried chicken taste like? Crap, that's what. <laughs> Made in New York City. Oh. New York City. <laughs> well, or or maybe you could say that that's what Korean fried chicken tastes like, and if so, that's the shit. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to say that, but okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Wait, anyway. Wait, do you not like Korean fried chicken? Not like Korean tri- fried chicken. Oh, okay, I was just wondering <laughs> where you're... I get Attitude the Korean fried chicken there. every time I go to Domu. That's how good it is. Do you like chicken fried steak? Yeah. What I about like chicken fried chicken? Chicken fried chicken's even better. It's double chicken. <laughs> it's chicken like in a chicken fry batter. Wait, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get chicken fried steak or chicken fried chicken. Huh. Well, uh, speaking of uh, garbage food, um, 
there was uh, there was a, a drink that you were drinking, Boar. Oh man! Uh, and uh, and and a Brandon, fake, a fake drink. We, we told, it doesn't exist. We told Brandon about it. He thinks that it doesn't make sense. So let me should I describe it? Should I describe what it is? Yeah, you guys. Well, have Brandon describe it when he hands it to him. Pass that over. To First us. off, yeah. that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> what, that, what does that say? No, pass it. Pass that one. Brandon, what, is it, what does it say? It oh, says boy. Mountain Dew. USA, you obviously printed this or something. You I just, have a label I, maker. I, I yeah. didn't have anything. What is this color? I went to 7-Eleven and I came back with a cold bottle that you think that I fabricated. <laughs> I've never seen a drink that looked like puce. But I think, so it That's says, exactly how I described it the other day. This I says... I think that they think I made I like up that color. The, th- the thing Three I- flavors collide. Code red, whiteout, and voltage. So it tastes like vomit. I have right? to admire board because he was like... This looks like it's gonna suck, but I'm drinking it. <laughs> like just to seal as, as, as the human, human test. <laughs> not, signif- not a significant source of any nutrients whatsoever. Here, I'm just gonna, like I'm USA. gonna crack one open. Uh, it's. Did you already describe what the flavor was? Yeah, it's three different. It's code red, white out, and whatever the fuck so, voltage is. If you're not familiar with the branding of Mountain Dew, that's a red Dew, a white Dew. And a blue do I to create do SA, which is purple, <laughs> and a doo doo, and a little I, brown. Maybe I didn't know there's a white do. I've never seen a white Mountain Dew. Is it white out? You yeah, said white out. Well, it doesn't look white, does it? I think it's. Is it clear? It, it's like well, you know, there's like Powerade that kind of looks white, right? I'm smelling this bouquet. You know what it smells like? It smells like when you go to a soda fountain, mix every soda, and then put a little bit of tea in it. That's what it okay, smells like. I was really afraid of it at first. I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Uh, it smells like, like a gra- smell the cup. Like grape soda. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're all drinking it now, I guess. Huh. Okay. Um, and and like I said, like the first time I drank it, I was like, this is better than it has any business being. Yeah, no, they, yeah. it has no right to be. It the, actually it, tastes like a diluted version of each of the sodas, not like a full strength version. Why did they make this, by the way? Can I ask that? Because I thought you were fucking with me. Because I was like, no, Mountain Dew's not gonna be stupid enough to put three different flavors in a thing. Call this it, like, it's like call a, it's, it's USA. That's <laughs> dumb no as joke. shit. This is better than some of the crappy grape sodas I've tasted. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's grape sodas that just try to do the one thing, and it's not as good as this. Now, the only um, the only beef I have with this drink there's is beef that, now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that they they snuck Splenda into it. It's is that like, what that weird fucking yeah, taste is? it is. That's how they got the calories so low. Yeah, it's it's got less calories than most sodas because they used they did use sugar. Uh, I think they're starting <laughs> to learn. Wait, can I see this? That if you cut sugar with uh, artificial sugar, they, that it <laughs> makes it not as bad. They cut the sugar, and yet there's still 45 grams of sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's in the coloring. But to be fair, it's the entire bottle, which is like at least two cups. It's so weird. Two and a half. Uh, two and a half. For all of our international listeners, this is not who we are. Is um, USA only available in America, or are we shipping it to every country <laughs> to show how great we are? Like, but only like ten bottles. Like, do USA. Do But I, I also brought some more of their lineup. If you want to go ahead and finish your cups, oh God. you can try the new Mountain Dew White Label. Are you get the fuck out of here. What Come the on, fuck what is, is White Label? Are they breaking white into label? like the friggin' the, the fine, no, wait, no, let me independently this. made Mountain Dew? It says on top mysteriously exotic do what does that mean <laughs> can I, wait can, give me that give me that, give me that. give me that that sounds like okay that sounds like sex sweat yeah <laughs> I'm about to say, that sounds like something like if i'm working hard all day guys are you ready for this like, are you ready for this it's mysteriously exotic let's take a look at its exotic <laughs> ingredients you have carbonated water Ooh, exotic sugar oh white oh that is white, exotic in a soda white grape juice 
<laughs> that's a little bit exotic for a uh, soda. That there's actually any juice in here. Citric acid's pretty exotic. Natural flavor, sodium benzoate. Yeah, it's a uh, that's pretty how, exotic. How? Let me compare this to the have USA. You, have, you, have you tasted that yet? Water. Yeah, I have. And is, I, I, see, if I see something weird, like a, a weird new soda, especially if it's Pepsi or is that the uh, same Mountain ingredients? Dew, I'm going to <laughs> just mix it. I, just I'm, throw I'm it in there. It. Just no, mix it. Come on, finish it off. Oh Jesus! You got to get a clear. I'm gonna be a clear diabetic. sample. Cleanse the palate. Right. <laughs> Here's the spit cup. Yeah, I've I made a spit cup. Um, All right, give me some. Uh, give me some white dew. <laughs> Some white doo doo. Huh. All right, it's enough. That's, that's enough. This I'm not so supposed to drink white that label. Sodas. Oh God! It looks like when huh. you had too much water and then you pee, but then you also come a bit. <laughs> Oddly specific. Does it come with the uh, the aching muscle spasm related smells, to that? It smells fruity. This tastes like fucking Sprite. Yeah, uh, this is my least favorite of huh. all of them. It's it's not bad, but it it's also taste it tastes like a, a just Sprite straight up. It tastes like Sprite mixed poorly. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't they didn't they didn't put the spoon in all the way when yeah. they mixed the vat. Yeah. Like well, in the big wooden like, like, Flag down the waitress and tell her that there's <laughs> not enough me, syrup there's, there's in, the, the, in the machine. The, the Sprite is not mixed uh, properly. Okay, I, I know what this tastes like. This is like imagine you know Country Time Lemonade. It's that grotesque uh, yellow powder that turns into a lemonade like substance. Uh, it's like, what if there was a Sprite version of that? Yeah. A powdered Sprite. Yeah. And someone mixed the Sprite. Yeah. And that's what this tastes like. Like the way when Ecto Cooler was gone for like 20 years and then people are making homemade Ecto Cooler and it tastes great. <laughs> you think like this is like a home this is like sprite. a homebrewed sprite if sprite was outlawed <laughs> right, i do have to give be this like, oh this takes me back to sprite i back do have to give like in the 90s when i was a kid i do have to get crafted it says crafted by the way fuck you i do like that by artisans brandon i do like white label better than do sa not because of the flavor because the flavor shit but because they're the using can looks great they're using real sugar at least it says sugar, whereas Do SA is just Splenda. Yeah, well, Do SA is straight up high fructose corn syrup. This at least has sugar in it. That's true. So, all right, wow. and now I've also got Black Label. So let, let's get a sample of Black Label out to you guys. This one is what twenty dollars a can for Black Label? It is Do Crafted with Dark Berry. <clears throat> I believe I've. I feel like I've brought this on the studio before. Why are you but, caffeinating me? Uh, do you know what you, I do normally? You and now you're putting that that in the me. slogan says deeper, darker do. <laughs> you need to see a doctor if you've got deeper, yeah. darker do. Oh, doc, my dude's getting oh. deep and dark. Or do they have deep a, and dark? Do they have another drink where they mix black dank. and white label? Uh, what? No. Do they, do they mix black and white label? We're to gonna be do that right here. Fairly right? exotic, uh, but now it's just deep and dark. Um, this tastes like what I imagine that weird oil in the X Files is that goes in people's eyes. <laughs> this one is actually my favorite. Uh, the dark berry, whatever the hell that means. Uh, let me see if they have I mean, it. Okay, this is actually great. I mean, this is the most different. Yeah, this one has a uh, grape juice concentrate and it tastes miscellaneous like flavors, like... orange juice, and is this tastes like. <laughs> Did you just say miscellaneous this... flavors? Yeah, basically, well, it's well, like a this... little bit of the you know uh, anal gland of a beaver and you know <laughs> natural flavor. But the uh, it's like carbonated juice. Oh well, they yeah. do use no, sugar. Black, Black Label is delicious, and I highly recommend it to anyone. Um, they do use real sugar in this one. So the the label ones, the black and white label ones, at least have real sugar. Now I'm not done with the label ones <laughs> because sake. I brought green label. I I How really don't think I should drink anymore, but I guess I will. Huh. Is it pickle juice? Wait, wait, Look, I wish you could no, see wait. his face. Have Have you had this before? Yes, I have. Okay. The tagline for this it. one. Wait, wait. The tagline for this. 
Curiously Daring Do. <laughs> that sounds like someone's name in like the 50s. My name crafted, is Curiously Daring Do. Yeah. Crafted Green Apple Kiwi. What does it mean crafted? It was in a fucking vat. I don't fucking know, but Here, we're going to taste it. it. But craft, right, crafted means if you say have a craft cocktail, that means that someone's this mixing one. it by hand. There's no, there's no Are we going to mix mixers. all the labels together and get yes, like, and actually, like the, and the, it, the European Dunian? Oh, oh, wow, this <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope France doesn't drop out of the the Dunion. Doug, I I, I'm way ahead of you because I do. I did make a spit cup over here, and I've been D- well, don't I've been only sampling. Woo! So we could. Uh, is that is that a commentary about the, now? Most people can't see how you? green this is, but it's like electric green. That's like neon green. This yeah. tastes like green skin. That is no shit like antifreeze. Yeah, it's antifreeze green. Actually, I bet if you diluted a little antifreeze, it would look very similar. This tastes like a hint of Lysol. This is a good time. No, no, no. Lysol. No, it's Lysol. No, no, no. And green Skittles. I'm extremely critical of when something has citrus flavoring and then smells like a cleaner. And you can tell that I've been drinking soda caffeine because (laughs) the speed of my voice is accelerating rapidly. I do not consume the substance very often, if at all. Does anyone know what? (laughs) Does anyone know what ester of rosin is? I'm pretty sure rosin. I like to meet her. Rosin. Oh, Rosin is something I use on like stringed instruments. So I don't know why you're drinking it, but I guess it's edible. This is like an old Jolly Rancher. <laughs> like the one you find on well, the bottom why, of your couch. Why does it specifically have to be old? <laughs> because it's thin. It's, it's, it's fermented. It's, 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 it's crafted. Thinner, it's thinner and... Uh, and it tastes like the plastic is still I melted into it. Like, yeah. You're eating Kinda some like of the plastic. if you had a tropical, for some reason, Jolly Rancher, but also a sour apple Jolly Rancher at the same time. To me, it's like a sour apple Jolly Rancher that's been in your car. All right, like, are you guys ready now for the Dunion? We're gonna do. Wait, uh, I'm not done yet. Are you I kidding me? More. Another label. I brought me? new Mountain Dews. There's still more. I okay, really. Have you, had, have you had this one? Yes. What is this? Uh, I'm gonna assume now, red label. I actually. <laughs> they they have another series that's called. Oh God. Uh, it's called spiked uh, lemonade. I really hate my what? life. It's Mountain Dew spiked. I don't know if I can continue. Are you show. a salesman? <laughs> <Let> me, <laughs> raspberry lemonade spiked with prickly pear cactus juice. That's Walk not around spiked. With this in, your, in your in your briefcase. You, it good says, evening, madam. It says non-alcoholic. That's not spiked. Do you prefer daring dew or something more exotic? <laughs> well, now the <laughs> they have two flavors of of this Mountain Dew spiked. Uh, there's regular Mountain. Uh, there's regular lemonade, and then there's raspberry lemonade. Give me your cups, everyone. I'm, I'm now give the Give a little bit more than that. You barely gave me a... Yeah, but you've had it before. Well, so what? It's a giant can. <laughs> I'm going to be the bearer of bad, Man, that, bad ooze. That Here green one smelled foul. I'm and sorry. unlike Cap, I'm I'm fueled by caffeine. I really I enjoyed it. the green Here you go, Cap. one. No, no, wait. wait oh, that's yours. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, so this is a red one that's spiked with it, prickly I, pear it, juice. I'd like to point out the last uh, several, except cactus. for the black label, have all smelled the same. To me, the green one smelled the worst. This one tastes like if you left Whoa, what a the heck fruit is going juice on here? outside in the rain for like an hour. It is and raspberry what? spiked lemonade. What? I have no clue what this flavor is. It is none of those things. Kino, what? <laughs> have, you, have you ever had prickly pear? Because that's what the flavor is. Oh. This tastes like something I'd imagine would be on quinoa. No, I, I didn't get the regular lemonade. It's, it's cactus juice, It's kind of similar, way. except for it doesn't have the little raspberry flavor cactus. to it. Huh. Um, but they have the regular <laughs> lemonade at, at Taco Bell's. I don't yet. So well, if you oh, want to try the regular spiked Mountain Dew lemonade, they've got it at Taco Bell's. Uh, along, Otherwise, alongside the actual toilet cleaner, Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really <laughs> like Baja Blast. You're, you're, you're a strange animal, Bor, and All I right. respect that. Do you uh, please tell me? Please tell me you have no more. All right. Well, um, 
I really no, don't that, think that, I can handle that's this. That's all I've got. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Can we, can we now combine all four it, it of the labels? No, 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 just the label ones. Just the, the labels, the spike, okay. The spike is, okay. Is, is, oh, no, this no. this brown liquid that I have Black in this label. cup here is... Uh, it is Green label. It is all... It is every and white label. We're creating brown label. All right, no, you're going to have to do your own. It's the here. European Union. Here you go, guys. Oh. All three labels. So black, <laughs> white, and green. Um, I can't see the color. So it looks like diarrhea. <laughs> here's, a, here's a fun fact. If you combine any three dews, they all taste like USA. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll be able to confirm that fact in, in just a few moments. Also, um, I've been drinking tea in this cup that I ended up turning <laughs> into a, a reservoir. And so it has like, you know, sort of a, a, a brown ring on it. From, it looks like USA. <laughs> from lots of tea. And uh, and I just like to point out that the, the presence of Mountain Dew in it has started to make that peel off like a, like a film. <laughs> Guys, my head hurts really bad. <laughs> I, might ha- I'm not, I haven't had like this no much No joke, that caffeine. does taste like Dew SA. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I haven't had this were, much I caffeine I thought you were exaggerating. <laughs> it actually tastes just like Dew SA. <laughs> you know, the color looks similar too. That's what I just said. It's like, like this is... You know, you could save a lot of money by just buying Dew SA guys, instead of three different labels. Dew SA and the European Dunia... <laughs> it's the same. We're all oh, the same, we're man. We're all the same. This is just like the end of Volcano. <laughs> what? End of volcano. Yeah, you I know. don't. I don't think this one tastes like USA. I'm not with you on that. I hope the European Union is it like right. USA. Tommy Lee Jones volcano shitty disaster movie. Out of nowhere, there's this one scene where the whole all of Los Angeles is covered in ash, and everyone emerges from the ash. Oh God! And the kid, and the little white, kid is like, and this little kid says, out of nowhere, there's like, hey, this isn't just a disaster movie. This is a message. Everyone's gray, and he's like, everyone looks the same. And then my eyes rolled so hard, <laughs> I have been blind since then. They're in the back of my head still to this fucking day. And then, I, and then I, you know what I, I did? That out. You I know what I did that. after that scene? Turned on Dante's uh, Dante's Peak. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same time. Oh, Pierce Brown. Anyway, if you want to help wife. me finish these off for the rest of the show, no. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just gave me a bunch of caffeine, right? I haven't been on caffeine for like months. I haven't I, been on caffeine I, for years. I can't wait. This is great. Wait, I, I did have doctor. I, I can't Dr. wait. I can't wait. All right. Coming, coming back uh, <laughs> from that wonderful song break. Oh, my uh, head. My eyeballs hurt so much. <laughs> um,. We we gotta give shout outs to the to the wonderful people who make this show possible. Um, Mountain Dew, <laughs> thank you. Oh, God. I actually no. <laughs> don't send any Mountain Dew. Come if, on, we support sampling, USA. Please, if, if just sipping a little bit of Mountain Dew makes you guys that hyper, I'm kind of jealous because you need I have to, to drink like to lay two off. cans of this before I feel anything. You, you, need, to, you need to take a Ducation because you had too <laughs> you had too many Mountain Dew. <laughs> Like you, you've had it so much, your body just doesn't care anymore. You need to stop doing it for like yeah, a month. I, I do. Yeah, it's like, I need I to switch to, switch to coffee and then come back like a month later. Switch need, to coffee. <laughs> do they make a coffee dew? I'm pretty sure that would coffee be the same thing. Is, is there a Mountain Dew infused with coffee beans? <laughs> no. Aww. You could create it. No, I can't. We could do that. Do you want to? Do you want to do, do some mad science experiments? <laughs> we'll I even col- got a carbonation machine. No, no, no. We're gonna so we could carbonate. We're it gonna at buy the end. a cold brew, slow dripping filter. I've got that too. Thirteen hours. We can do this. We'll have it drip. Do. We're gonna have it drip directly into a bottle of USA. No, you gotta get that press. The, the French no, press. The way, no, the way, we're gonna do. Cold, I've already envisioned how we would press. do this. We'll do the cold press method. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll we'll grind up the beans for like thirteen hours. We'll, instead of water, we just substitute Mountain Dew. <laughs> And then that it works. just infuses over about a 24-hour period, and then at the end you just filter that out, and then we'll probably have to recarbonate. Do you actually it. have a cold brew machine? Yeah. Why? 
just you because had, you I drink enjoy coffee? cold brew coffee. Okay, I thought Mountain Dew was your caffeine choice. <laughs> no, <laughs> it actually it has no effect. On I actually very, very rarely drink Mountain Dew, but, but, but when, these are interesting, so I bought them and brought them. Okay, well then you're in charge of making the. We need a good name for the Dew coffee because there's nothing that sounds good. Dugati Veyron. No, that's a no, <laughs> no, it's, no. It's no. You come on, guys. This is easy. Dewspresso. Morning Dew. Ah, yeah, 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 you get it, Doug. (laughs) You win. Good to the last drop. I don't think it's funny enough, but I'll go with it. (laughs) Okay, okay, we are entirely listener supported and some very kind, very generous, very wonderful people. Despite the heavy advertising who who believe what we, in what we do. (laughs) I don't, I don't endorse any of these drinks. Take that. (laughs) Uh, They support us on Patreon and we have a new patron. We've got to celebrate that new person's, uh, Joining us here into this, my words are not sentences yet, uh, club. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what's this fine f- person's name? Please inform. Thank you. Uh, new patron, Keto Wong Clayton. Welcome, Keto. Welcome. And, uh, you know, you can support us by Patreon. Don- don- <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. You can support us by donating. I think you need to do more do. Oh, it's going to even out? Yeah. Wait, I thought you, you couldn't have caffeine. You're like, I can't. Oh, what have you done? No, you got to be like Wally West where you're shaking so much and then you got to add more until the shakes like reverses it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I have literally for not for years, like seven years. Why did you agree to this? I, I wanted to be a good sport. Oh, there's like 83 grams in each thing. <laughs> he did the do. <laughs> oh. Anyway. You should do some extreme sports I right should. now. I should. This is exactly the perfect time to go snowboarding. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, All in right. Florida. <sighs> in May. <laughs> <laughs> um, Patreon.com slash nerdy show. That's where you can find all the tiers to support us, all the bonus perks, all kinds of extra material there. Early releases at any level. Anytime you donate, you get it when it's available. But also, you can support us on Amazon. You can buy stuff on Amazon. You can probably buy these really, uh, uh, let's say, quote-unquote, interesting Mountain Dew flavors on Amazon. And if you can, I'll link to them on this episode's page. Next time, I'm going to bring interesting Pepsi flavors because no. there's there's about four Crystal, new, new ones I mean, of those. In my, in my experience, Pepsi does not branch out there's a black current 1893 pepsi now i did not like that one Age i tasted that since one. 18 does anyone else have a weird metallic taste now in their mouth i, I just taste a, a like they like they bit a large piece of aluminum completely undiscernible fruit flavor <laughs> perhaps an alien fruit uh so here have can, some bright side skittles can I please wash, wash i really do need to wash this to here yeah i was sadly disappointed with that pepsi there you go boy i'm taking every flavor and just aren't go I really like the black currant one. Uh, I mean, thank you. It, it just ain't for Yo, me. It's just not for me. <laughs> enough Pepsi. <laughs> We've done enough. <laughs> we got to talk about Guardians how, of the Galaxy too. How, how, we got to talk about that too. But uh, Dizdon Bates bought some shit on Amazon through our Amazon links, oh, and shit. he was kind enough to inform us about his purchases. Here's what he got. Be be like Dizdon. Make all your purchases through Nerdy Show. Nerdyshow.com/slash/Amazon. Follower links, bookmarker links. All your purchases give back to us. Easy to do. And Dizdon says, I bought a Yeti mic at Best Buy. It was on my way home from work. Don't judge me to record better voiceovers for my YouTube Let's Plays. But they didn't have any pop filters. Not asking for a shout out, guys. Just saying what it's for. Uh, But anyway, we're going to give him a little bit of a shout out because he's a cool dude who uses our links. So uh, if you want to see his videos, uh, just search for Dizdon Plays on YouTube. That's D-I-S-D-O-N-N. 
Uh, I made a pop filter all uh, of my own, but I also bought one through your links. But that's not all. My wife is going to be doing interviews for a teaching position, so I bought her a reasonable dress for interviews and a cute accent ring as well, all through your links. Hoping it gives you a few bucks your ways. You guys deserve it. I feel like awesome. we need to see pictures of the dress. Like what if it you looks like. would like to send me a reasonable dress, Sounds my like size a, a is medium dress. generally, and uh, the right there's a link to where you can mail uh, products for review at uh, our <laughs> our advertising page. So if you want, I, w- I will model your reasonable dresses. <laughs> Guys, I'm really interested in people's dresses. I don't know if you know this about me. What the cut is, what the <laughs> material's made out of. Is it low cut, high cut, short waisted, high waisted? Is it one piece, two, several? Now, what if somebody <laughs> sent you an unreasonable dress? Oh, I already have plenty of those myself, but (laughs) please do send them. (laughs) Now, if you're giving to us at $10 or more, that entitles you to one shout-out a month. That's via Patreon. Scott John Harrison has provided such a shout-out, and it is very important, a public service for all UK listeners. Yeah, for everyone in the European doing. You mean everyone in the (laughs) Brexit. Public service announcement for UK listeners. Register to vote and vote. (laughs) The Conservatives won in 2015 and Brexit and Trump happened in 2016 because young people and young nerds didn't vote. This snap election in particular is made to strengthen the Conservative Party majority, which will make most of our lives, especially teens who cannot vote's lives, worse. You have to make sure that you are registered by the 22nd of May. And since the election on June 8th is in the middle of exam season, register for a postal vote, too, if you need it. This election, it is so important to vote out the conservatives, and because of that, it is important to vote smart. Here is a website for tactical voting in the 2017 general election. www.tactical2017.com. That's tactical as a word and 2017 numerals.com. Go and vote, and don't let 2017 be as bad as politics as 2016 was. Now, Jeffrey McSorley, clever fellow that he is, has a reoccurring um, ad- advertisement that is his shout-out for purchasing stuff on Nerdy Show because we have a store. We've read it many months in a row. I think everybody in this room has read it at a different point in time. Mm-hmm. Well, I've... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Spiced it up. Wait, Ooh. can you do that? Dost thou have olden vestments? Vestments bearing the mark of many an anorak pursuit, but find them riddled with holes and rendered unflattering by moth and girth alike? Forsooth. Surely from ages of use or even a particularly dire fortnight of intense activity, you might find yourself improperly clothed in garments that were once fair. 
Well, father all the day, doth I have sage advice to bestow upon you. Prithee, <laughs> discard thine old sodden vestments or donate them to a charitable pursuit. Forthwith, replace them with nerdy show blouses hewn from the finest new world fabric. Cotton, nevermore shall you be mistaken for an Italian plumber, but for the king's own disciples of mirth, those swearing fealty to nerdy show. Here, here. Pledge your undying allegiance to this venerable band of merrymakers and impress your closest compatriots with myriad chests, crests, and emblems of your favorite performers, or perhaps the visage of the Thunder Rat. And you shan't forget these garments may also be purchased in sizes befitting your vile spawn. Yes, even those pertaining to programming of lewd smut. Vanquish the ragged clothing from your wardrobe and let it be born anew in the divine light of Nerdy Show. Simply travel for several weeks by mule until you arrive at a cave bearing the mark of nerdyshow.com slash store. Huzzah! Raise a Huzzah. cheer! Did he say lewd smut? <laughs> Chicken chaser! <laughs> you chase chickens! Can you in post put some Baroque music behind there? Behind well, you're that? looking Sorry. at the wrong member of Nerdy Show. Um, but mayhaps, I, young Brandon, mayhaps. We will ask Alexa to do it. <laughs> uh, so, we have another listener request before we get to Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2. Um... And that is, we are going to do a microsode. A microsode is where a listener requests us to discuss something for 15 minutes. And then we usually run over to 30 or 40 minutes. We'll find out. I'm still <laughs> stuck in this accent and cannot for the life of me shake it. <laughs> Beat it out of him. It's a good Father one. day. I think when you go to Moogfest... Uh, you Drink should... like 12 Mountain Dews before you yeah, go. You should... More do. Throw this at Cap. <laughs> you should only use that accent. Just see how far it'll take you in life. All the way is the answer. They'll look at me and they'll say, you pathetic ponce. Why are you talking like such an upper class twit? I spit on you. Wait, I why would they talk like that? <laughs> why are they talking like, like that? No, he's just, he's, Cap is oh. just doing the voice. He's, oh, okay. You know. I thought they were talking to him for doing I, that I voice. I don't know. I don't know. And it's they. They. I'm a they. Sorry. What's your dream game? asks Joshua Westfall. <laughs> you, you dropped the voice and then got back into it. <laughs> Describe the video game you would most like to see made. RPG, shooter, fighting game, beat em up, puzzle game. Describe the character, setting, gameplay, story, whatever you've got. In I wanna, 15 minutes, I all of us? I want to hear the amazing game ideas the Nerdy Show crew must be dreaming up. Well, we can save a little time, Brandon, because on this very show, we dreamed up a game not so very long ago. Mm -hmm. Why, I recall that game was called Spider Simulator. Yes. How's it cooking? Uh, it's still going. It's going. It's slow going because uh, uh, my buddy Alvin, who's actually going to... Why, he cranked out a spawn. A sack of babies. Yes. I mean, uh, but that <laughs> aside, uh, there were like uh, two or three other games that were in line to be made first, uh, but oh. he does the, he does tweak the sort of tech demo that he's doing in his spare time. We, I, I even posted a thing on Twitter of like a video of the tech demo of the spiders moving across the floor and stuff and it was freaky. But that's still still ongoing and maybe we'll do a Kickstarter soon? Spider Simulator is a virtual reality game. That's not necessarily, it's not going to debut as a virtual reality game at first, but maybe tandem? I don't know. I think I when we, that was well, the whole thing. Yeah, well, when we finally go public with it, like if we were going to do a Kickstarter, we'll say, hey, here's like uh, a first person experience, like a first person regular pc game like demo if you fund this kickstarter will we turn it into a vr experience is the idea so um it's you are you are a person and there's spiders everywhere and yeah. someday down the line those spiders will also be people provided that the game yeah. is successful. if the game was successful we, our dr ultimate dream would to turn it into a multiplayer experience kind of like uh 
I'd say, I don't know, not necessarily like Left 4 Dead, but... Uh, Nothing like this has ever existed before. Yeah, where it's... What about be, that game Thing? Thing? The yeah. Thing? Yeah. You mean the, the adaptation or continuation of the John Carpenter? Yeah, story? wasn't there a game like that where some of those would be weird creatures was and it transform? Yeah, I thought there was a multiplayer one. Uh, I owned well, it. I well, I mean, the, like the, someone well, was the creature, but, but, but the no thing is that, that you are, are human size and the spiders are spider size, and yeah. therefore, therefore... Uh, when the multiplayer goes, goes live... The people who are playing as spiders are the size of spiders. They're on the yeah, tiny yeah. little ground perspective and climb up walls and have different powers and Do you such. get bigger if you keep, like, uh, the more you <laughs> attack or eat other spiders, you get bigger? I don't know. Maybe there could be a gameplay mode like that. Sure. Until you're the size of, <laughs> oh, like, you, you, the earth. It's where you, uh, you're, you're in, it's set in, a, you know, an old cabin in the woods and, and you, you, you try to find objects to throw at the spiders, obviously, and it's in VR, so you're using the, uh, the HTC Vive, like, you know, little hand grips or whatever. So, but then you find, you find a little lockbox and you open the lockbox and you're like, oh, what's a strange laser pistol? And you're like, okay, I'm going to use it on the spiders. You shoot at the spiders. It's a growth ray. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, oh, that's a nightmare. The whole point was to make it a night. It's really a nightmare simulator. It should be called nightmare simulator. It's really what it should be. You should be trapped in a room there's no visible exits or windows and all you know is there's a tiny holes where spiders are coming out of every corner that's so it. whack-a-mole in vr <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but funny that, that would not that was not my choice for dream game though i mean that's tell, a me, great, about, tell me about it that's a dream game i want to make tell but the dream game that i would want to play would be one that has the action run and gun mechanics of uncharted but take place in a city that is being uh trampled by a daikaiju just a giant monster that came out of the sea can be, doesn't have to be Godzilla. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be a licensed monster. But just the idea of like what Cloverfield was trying to do, but do that in game form. Where you are the, you are just a simple human running through a city. That's that is great. I, I thought great. they did make a game like that, but I could be wrong. Where there was some guy and it's like a running gun, but there's a huge monster the size of skyscrapers, and you're running throughout the city trying to kill it. I, Shadow of the Colossus. No, it was like <laughs> Resistance or something. No, I can't remember what it was. Oh well, I don't know. If if uh, but I would play that. Well, game. there yeah. was the game Rise. Maybe was that the people who made Doom? No, I can't remember. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm misremembering everything now. Nah. But, but I would like you not. Know, it doesn't even have to be that you have to kill the giant monster. It's simply escape. Like how could you? Could it be it, like? Oh, yeah. could it be like a really cool survival game? Like yeah. going the si- skyscraper, sur- like yeah. scavenge items and weapons. Like oh, the monsters like actually heading your way. Get the fuck out. Yeah, like, uh, like go to another. Like place. the Last of Us, except the apocalypse is happening because a giant monster is stepping on everybody. <laughs> That'd be That's, really cool. That would be great. That would be absolutely great. Um, and a good Superman game. <laughs> that's, that's my How dream. can you make a good game about someone who's basically immortal? I could talk. I could talk about that for an hour, but it wouldn't Let's be a microsode. <laughs> uh, well, um, maybe later, if you would like Doug to do that, uh, I, send I, us some letters. I, I will. I will talk all day about Superman at the drop of a hat. So please. I, um, back, back in, let's say sixth grade, fifth grade, uh, a friend of mine found, got this, this book on how to, how to program your own video games and had some kind of doom looking game on the front of it. So we're like, Oh, we're going to make a video game. So, um, he started kind of learning that stuff. And meanwhile, I started like coming up with ideas and it was mostly just sort of a potpourri of, um, of different ideas. It was like the first version of this had like characters from Ninja Turtles. Weird Al Yankovic was a playable character. You could tell my brain was that here. Uh, wh- okay, so let me, let, me, let me back up. The game in its original form was called The Quest. And then as soon as I started telling my friends about it, they're like, you mean that John claude Van Damme movie? I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> um, so I changed the name later. But uh, you're like, 
you're this generic uh, RPG hero. It's a top-down RPG. It looks vaguely... Uh, we're going to design it so it looked like Earthbound, not because of how much we loved Earthbound, but because that seemed like an achievable graphic level to mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. to, not realizing how difficult it actually is to simplify things that much. Um, one of the characters is one of the Animorphs, and... <laughs> Actually, two of the characters. He plays Cassie and Tobias. And you go down to the, the sewers and you find Ninja Turtles and then Mona Lisa, the awful character from the animated series and an action figure. She's in there. And Weird Al Yankovic and Paul McCartney join your party. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd play this, this game more this than this game, game. This garbage game that's full of like childish whimsy developed later on, taking some of the core principles of the actual like relative plot aspects of it into a game that I kind of never stopped working on. And really, I honestly, I have the whole time you've it. been describing this. I've been picturing in my head the graphics are just like adventure for Atari. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you are a square, and, and you have an see, arrow. Look, that's, that's you, and that the the yellow one. That's Weird Al. It's like yeah. wait, it's a square. <laughs> that's that's exactly well, that's, what that's I'm supposed picturing. to be like. His bright shirt, like a bright. You know, he wears the colorful. You know, we're gonna have like a like a Chrono Trigger style text system so you can combine powers based on, you know, what who else is in the party. Oh, and Paul McCartney, he was always he wasn't he was he was wearing a walrus suit all the time because the walrus was, was a Paul. Walrus. Um yeah. So anyway, that's beside the point. It actually turned I then I changed the name to Fantasy Quest, which is still a terrible name, but uh it turned into this whole large scale multi game thing. I haven't really worked on it in years, but I'll constantly think about it came with a lot of different ideas. It evolved in, in interesting ways. It's a world where um, magic exists, but it only exists on... Well, but it's not really understood. It's sort of an ancient technology, but then the government discovers that it does like con- concretely exist, so they start running tests on it and sort of try to do a eugenics program by exposing children to magical objects and inadvertently create this like global terrorist Um and that's very bad, so that puts in government restrictions on any practices of this magic. And then there's these little sources of um, concentrated magic all over the world. And you are a escaped child uh, soldier who has to um, sort of reunify magic and stop the resurrection of this evil guy. And it, it's there's it's more a collection of interesting ideas than it is actually something that has any concrete story anymore because i kept rewriting it and rewriting it and never ever finishing it because that's how it goes when you write something as a kid you it never almost finish sounds like it. it needs to be a book <laughs> it sounds like a like a book that's pitch, like ready more player than a video one game pitch like uh me. potential there <laughs> maybe someday but we are actually mining uh character designs and ideas from it in very small part for wasteland characters and lightning dogs now so mm. uh okay. that a little portrait portrait of things to come in lightning dogs how about you brandon well, I've had a few game ideas. I don't know if any of them are viable, but one of the things I've regretted over the years, even though it has nothing to do with me, is that there hasn't been a really good Secret of Mana game <laughs> since uh, <laughs> Super Nintendo, which it's one of my favorite games of all time. So I often dream up this weird fantasy idea of creating a Secret of Mana sequel, and it would basically take place between two different worlds and two different realities. So let me ex- let me explain how this game would work real quick. So... You are a young boy or girl or whatever um, to the parents of these two archaeologists. And, you know, they go off and do stupid archaeology shit, whatever, and they take you with them because they're not leaving you. They're homeschooling you because that's why you're so socially awkward. And eventually you go to this island or South America or somewhere and you end up just wandering off on your own because you don't give a fuck. 
and you find this weird little dagger that looks kind of like a tree branch with a little little dagger point coming out of it and starts talking to you and you find this thing in like the trunk of a of a tree and you have no idea what it is and you kind of hide it from your parents and you guys go back to america or wherever you're from and you they sign they kind of start hearing you like talk to it and getting worried about you and you start believing in this thing that's talking to you the whole time and eventually i don't and i don't know i don't have all the deal the details guys that so much is clear however well it's just something i just kind of <laughs> like I know, I know. it sounds like another book pitch so far eventually <laughs> you get uh you get committed to a mental institution and because they think you're just completely batshit crazy at this point because you keep talking to this thing and no one can hear it and no one's there and you eventually find your way out of the mental institution escape find where this this little dagger um this mana dagger as it uh-huh. were was um is and you use it and this goddess or whatever that that's in the sword talks to you and you cut through reality when people are chasing you down and escape it into the world of second and setsu where you'd be going back at second what uh, it's the game second densetsu secret of mana but basically you'd be switching back and forth going into this world uh going into the secret of mana world where it's like a hack and slash and you get the mana sword like gets more abilities and actually the dagger grows and you get like different abilities uh like the different elements like the the eight different elements like Mm -hmm. lumina and gnome and all that shit so you'd get like say uh you'd eventually get one of the mana seeds that has lumina in it and then you'd go back to our reality and use it to solve a puzzle like in in our reality you wouldn't be hacking and slashing killing people they're like police with guns they will murder you so maybe you use your element to like put them asleep or use gnome to like build a wall to get over something into like a building. But it's okay to kill mushroom people when you're in yeah, second yeah. Dentist. That's Tetsu, how that yeah. world that world's a dangerous fucking world. <laughs> There's just like zombies and mushrooms wandering around trying to kill you. So the premise of the game is you'd be traveling back and forth between two realities, gaining powers in one, and then using that those powers in our actual reality to beat certain puzzles and obstacles to get to your ultimate goal. I don't really know what the ultimate goal is, except that the main bad guy, which is like Thanatos or whatever from the original game is somehow working the government in our reality from behind the scenes and has slowly acquired you know, a mass amount of nukes and is trying to start a nuclear war. So at some point, you're trying to break into some government any, at some, like, somewhere using your powers and stopping him before he starts a nuclear holocaust. And also reviving the mana tree in the other world. So it's like a dual a dual. That's thing. a cool game mechanic slash premise thing. Mm. That's pretty rad. My other game oh. <laughs> was a game I was going to build completely on hatred, which is just like... I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. It's it going to take hatred. too long. I, it's it's is basically ha- is hatred a coding language. Is that yeah? I was like, is that is that uh, like an engine? Be. Is that like Unreal Engine three? It, it will be what all your abilities and attacks are based on. You're basically hatred, and I'm not going to go into the whole story of everything I thought because it's going to take like 45 minutes because I thought up this one actually. And at some point, you will be. You know how in uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, how you can like hire mercenaries and like mm-hmm. soldiers and things. You'd be doing that in this game, and you'd have to form real bonds with them. And relationships, and like maybe you could buy one a gift or take one on a date. But it sounds you, like a what, Kojima game. Side quest. What style of game? But, I, I'm having a hard time picturing this already. Well, I'd have to explain the whole thing. Basically, it's well, like right, a turn-based third, third person, first well, person. Yeah, okay, it's a exactly. third-based RPG. Random battles. However, the random battles are in a big 3D area. You can run and jump and hack and slash, and then when you're done, it goes back to what you're doing. Um, and you'd form bonds with people along the way. And once you form a really true friendship with them, you get them killed. Uh, on purpose what? once they die you it gets your it makes your hatred meter like it levels it up and that's how you get more powerful through the game oh so the game just dicks with you the you have to bond time. with people like legitimately engine. and then get them killed like either kill them yourself have someone kill them sacrifice them, wait and that if will you have level to kill them your... yourself why would you self-hatred yeah self-hatred what is... I, I don't know well i can i can describe <laughs> the premise of the game which is that oh i hate that i'm doing this don't like okay sociopath the game <laughs> for the sake of argument we'll say you look like a generic ninja perp 
person from like feudal Japan and your entire family gets killed by the shogunate in front of you. You're held down. Your mom's tortured and raped. So then you're like, I'm going to go out your, and form some friendships and your then mom, kill them. Well, here's, here's, your mom I, and dad I are... I can't escape the high that that gave me Your mom and dad are died. killed. Your brothers and sisters are killed. You'll form a resistance along the way to get to the shogunate. They'll all get killed. You get to the shogunate, try to kill him. He basically murders you, throws your body out of a window. You fall on rocks, die, whatever. You, uh, you go to hell, because uh, that's where all people mm-hmm. go all ninjas go. you go to hell and find out that the shogunate was actually movie. the reason you couldn't kill him and i don't want to get into details he's actually this weird cybernetic robot thing built by this blacksmith in hell infused with like demon flesh and powers so you had no chance of winning and you eventually use his help to escape from hell and you get all these powers and you make these deals but the only way to get more power to get your revenge is to kill people you form bonds and friendships with ah. so as you kill you actually legitimately have to use characters like two or three at a time form relationships, go on quests with them, do missions, and then have them die. So you won't be friends with anyone for I feel like if you're going to be forming a relationship with somebody just to sever it, that's not going to be a very solid relationship and you're not going to get very much power out of it. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be emotional. Can you just just go befriend the main bad guy? No. And then then kill him? It sounds like you're just going to have really hollow relationships for the rest of your life. And maybe maybe that's what, you know, that would end up happening. much hatred other than like, oh man, I hate that I'm doing this. Well, then then perhaps it's not hatred. I don't know. You'll just be forming these really, really close bonds with people to get them to really like you and to love you. And then when they like reach a certain level of like they really admire and like you, you kill them. And that levels your your skill system. Now it sounds like American Gods. (laughs) <laughs> okay i mean it might be but basically that's that's how you level up like your main like uh meters like, like your betrayal of them is what you have to sacrifice or kill people that that have followed you and have bonded with you that you guys have bonded with and that levels your skills and eventually you'd go to like all the different continents who are all have these leaders that are all like these robot demon flesh things that you can't possibly kill until so you build up enough power and stuff like that so i thought about that one for a little bit too and mm. it's and for some reason the a main character bit, yeah. for the same for some reason the main character looks like ninja gaiden from the ninja gaiden i reboot. thought i thought you were gonna <laughs> like, say that's just what he looks like i, I don't swore, know why i thought you were gonna he say just looks like a ninja, some, random reason, ninja the main character looks just like me i don't know yeah, why, I don't know why. <laughs> murdering people no but, it just looks like random generic a ninja. couple things if if i went to the folders where i keep all of my old art i actually have some things where i was also working on a sequel to secret of mana just character redesigns no no concepts uh and like i don't know the sometime i just thought it'd be cool to use it but not a purely action game but like in our reality to like solve puzzles and things i think it's interesting that when you guys talk about like the games you would want to make when you when you were like younger like in high school it's like RPGs usually like top down kind of RPGs because that's what we played all the time and I, and I guess so because I didn't play any of those I always wanted to do a point and click like LucasArts adventure because that's, that's I never the stuff that I was playing very boring in comparison like oh I want to go open up that cabinet see what's in there alright <laughs> so you're oh, a nothing. big like right. fan of Sierra games and stuff like that um, oh, a little bit, King, yeah. All yeah. the King's Quest, except for, for, for me. What, for me, it was all. Um, it was the LucasArts adventure games, like uh, Fate of Atlantis was a big one for me. You know, it's really weird. I, I played a lot of Monkey point and click sure. adventures, but all of them were Sierra. Like I never touched a LucasArts one. They were the oh, best for some reason. Sierra was like top of the game. I the only the only LucasArts one I remember is what like Day of the Tentacle and Grim Fandango. Yeah, they did uh, that. I, yeah. I think that's all I can think of. I had the original RPG Maker for PlayStation. Uh, which was extremely difficult to use. Yeah. And uh, the, the limitations in a lot of ways were actually kind of inspiring because you had to work so hard to make anything happen. Um, and then my house was broken into when I was in high school and uh, they uh, stole the uh, the PlayStation 
and uh, actually everything that everything that the the burglars so like the save took card and everything. was actually kind of very strange because there was a PlayStation Two, but instead it was the PlayStation that got pinched, and there was <laughs> collectors. There was a whole. Um, closet full of DVDs, but instead they took the stack of extremely rare VHS tapes by my TV. I don't know. That's weird. That sounds like someone who knew you personally. A time traveler is what I think. Um, it's you from, from the future. I know. I know. Well, right? don't worry because someone will get so bad. I'm going to go back. back in time and steal it before <laughs> they steal it. I'm going to steal these things but for I, myself. I did. I was working on. I was working on uh, a game where. I don't remember much about it. It was a comedy RPG. I just I remember that it was a it, it starts it starts with two princesses meeting up uh, in the woods, and one princess says to the other princess, "Hey, do you know what it's called when two princesses kiss?" <laughs> and she says, "Princessed." LOL. Wow. <laughs> and is that the title of the game? Princessed or Scissors? Scissor Sisters. <laughs> and then one of them—that's a kid- real band. One of them gets kidnapped by bees, and. Uh, and then she bees. has to go rescue the other princess. Like really sexy, hot giant bees or just like tiny bees? And that's like the, uh, the stock bees that were available in RPG Maker. <laughs> the, the, the pre-title sequence of, hey, do you know what it's called? It's called Princess Lull. And then bees, ah, help me. The title, <laughs> Princess RPG. And it's like, yes, I'm in. I want to know what happens. Uh, I would play that. Yeah. If that's exactly how the game started, could you imagine with like a triple A budget? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the graphics. I mean, this is the, the greatest game power, I've ever seen. Like, like full like, graphics, everything. <laughs> they had the guts to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. A Square Enix presents <laughs> Princessed. In association boy? with DreamWorks. We're just going to keep listening to Brandon say more stuff. All right, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I think we've all talked about... You talk about... Narrates Dreamboard? the opening credits. No, he didn't. No, know. that's what Tra- Cap was trying to segue to. Yeah. Um, but I don't have like a really thought out like story uh, for, for a game, but I... I don't think any of us do. It's okay. Uh, are you kidding? <laughs> I don't have any sort of story. I have like a, a game type that I would want, but I don't really have a game world envisioned for it, I suppose. Um, but I, I really like MMOs. Uh, one that I used to play like a ton, like my entry level drug, if you will, was uh, Ultima Online. And that mm-hmm. game had a lot of mechanics in it that haven't made it to other MMOs. Yeah, at, at least that's not true. not in a way that I have been satisfied with. Uh, they tried to make like a couple of sequels to that game, but it never happened because they have just been able to milk the original one. Um, I, I think ultimately the goal for any MMO is probably to take it in sort of a dot hack or. Uh, Sword Art Online, sort of like virtual reality, live in a world, and you know, be, are you, are you talking about completely different? The premise or actually actualizing that technology? The technology, okay, yeah, that's why. Yeah, obviously, I'm not like hoping <laughs> oh, well, for some yeah. sort of a like really Meta, bad incident you know, yeah. to happen. We, we would all love that technology. Yeah, it's like an escape I, reality I, for good. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I mean, that's the ideal MMO would be like put on a helmet and all of a sudden you're in another world and you can interact with other people and, you know, be a different person. Um, Second life. But in the interim, since we don't really have that great of technology yet, um, just a really upgraded modern MMO. Uh, EverQuest Next uh, was another MMO that I had my eye on that got Mm. axed. And that was supposed to be like a really big, like living world where the AI would actually like rove around in camps and, uh, they if they took over a region they would be there for a while and you could actually like run monsters out of a region like by just killing them off and uh you could create like you make buildings or you could destroy them like it was a fully destructible world um but just implementing features like that and thanks warcraft <laughs> yeah i was gonna i didn't want to say it. i was like i'm pretty sure they destroyed mmos for the next 50 right and that's years. the problem is that 
even though I love World of Warcraft, every other MMO is like it's a, a mimic, bad it's copy. It's a complete clone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean... And, and anything that tries to do something differently doesn't get the money to do it. Yeah, they either don't get the money to do it or or if they do get a reasonable amount of money, it ends up just being like a crappy copy. Dark Age of Camelot was like one of my favorites. Yeah. It, it, the stories I have from that game. That and Nexus, Korean RPGs oh, were yeah. the best. Nexus, man. Korean MMOs. Kill them squirrels. Like, even uh, Asheron's Call, the original one, had some, that. had some strange that. mechanics that haven't ever made it into any other games so i guess i would just want to take like the best bits of other mmos and create some sort of a new a new one because a, a fresh yeah. take as opposed to just a copy of world of Warcraft. yeah they took like, a lot no, of chances back in the day a lot of exploration a lot of unique and diverse like tried something new every time and it made the world crazy and huge and innovative and then Worldcraft comes around it all became like streamlined and mainstream yeah. the only thing close to the mmos of yore that still exists is eve that's it what about star wars galaxy uh, well, Star Wars just tried that. They Someone tried built a house on the edge of the yeah. server and there it crashed. Are, yeah. There are <laughs> retro servers for Star Wars Galaxies operational right now. There and are people, for Nexus. People too. are rebuilding stuff. and uh, There are for Nexus, for real? Yeah, there's a re- it's it's just as laggy as you remember it, even with good <laughs> network connection on purpose. Well, I mean, you can awesome. still play Ultima online, too, because they're still charging $14 a month to play it. Is that, oh, is that the... Um, wow. The, there's, a few, there's more than one Ultima online, isn't there? There's like the 3D no. one that I played. and then There's two different clients for the same game. There's a 3D client and then there's a 2d there was client. one where so you, you can actually have to type to, I, it took me five hours to figure out how to get to a shop because you have to like actually type hello and then they answer you yeah that was ridiculous there was that's, no instructions that's ultima online yeah if you go to a bank you have to shout bank i couldn't <laughs> figure out for five hours how to use a spell how to talk to anyone it was oh yeah cool. yeah it was you great have to go around and you have to collect reagents and have them in your bag and i would just shout hello and like someone would run by and no one would stop to talk to me and i was like are you real or an npc well, i no mean one, in that game you could Anything that was in your bag, a thief could look through your bag and attempt to steal. What? Like or, real people? or just... Yeah, real people. And and if you got killed... Is that why I always lost all my items? Everything was lootable. Anything in your bag, uh, all of the armor that you were wearing. Well, the guards cetera. kept killing me because they kept hitting the like, attack button well, on them. That means that you were probably breaking <laughs> your murderer. I don't which know. Which is another thing. I started the game and I'm just Ignorance like there. does not excuse the that, crime. That's one of the things no that's one told interesting me how the game in that works. game that hasn't made it to other games is a proper like law system because if you were in town you could and you broke a law anybody could attack you. It's also a LARPing you. system because it's not just point and click on an NPC. You literally have to type and pretend you're in their world which oh, is yeah. cool but I yeah. didn't know that when I first started and I was well, like that's the other thing is you clicking couldn't, on You them. couldn't tell how strong another person was just by looking at them because anybody can put on any armor anybody can pick up any weapon. In real life you can't do that. Exactly, well, but they don't have like nobody bit. has levels, but they could be really good at you know like swordsmanship or some other skill. Or and they've you, already you can't stolen. Tell they've already they stolen your weapon at you. They've already stolen your weapon. So that's you true. Can't even... I mean, that that was a technique. Like, uh, like I'm attack you. If and you, you were a thief, nothing. you could disarm somebody and then steal their weapon out of their bag, <laughs> and then start running after them with their <laughs> weapon. Can I? I want to do that now. I mean that's well, it's fourteen ninety nine a month. It's just moments can. like that haven't been translated properly into new MMOs. No, at all. all. Because not, it's not oh, here's why it's too risky, and people at the first sign of getting something stolen, they would whine and complain. Well, and actually, post. that that even happened in in Ultima Online because they created a like a parallel world on top of it where you could travel between like the old land and the new oh, land. Cool. And if you're in the new land, you couldn't be attacked or stole have anything stolen and stuff like that. Mm. At least by other players. Um, yeah. But that really dumbed it down because then people would just hang out in the new world and nobody went to the old world. And if you went there, you were pretty much guaranteed to be victimized. In World of Warcraft, I know that if you didn't get your weapon or you spent 20 hours 
doing this dungeon over and over, and then someone else got this weapon somehow, you it would be bloody murder. So well, here's hoping that uh, Star Citizen sort of brings in a new uh, take What's on Star Citizen. I I, I don't know. I, th- their ambitions for that game are really, really, really high, mm-hmm. and I. I'm just going to play the I, new. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know. I just, just going to be able do. to pull it off. They are like, making I'm, a new. I'm all for it if they do. Elite yeah. Dangerous for PS4 Pro only. What's PS4 Pro? What's the, the new PS4 that I have? It's the fancier PS4. It's, it's got the double 4K like, version. It's got a like a more graphics and processing it's got a, power. That's like the better Sega Genesis. It loads games twice yep, as fast. Pretty right? much. Okay. It works really well though. But if you put an old game in, it loads twice as fast. But anyway. They're making Elite Dangerous, which I never played, which sounds like a really, really, really cool open kind of space world environment. I will RPG. tell you this. I played Elite Dangerous. I, I bought it Expansion. on one of the Steam sales because it was like, I don't know, 40% off or something. And I played it for about uh, like an hour and a half. Uh, and I I decided that I was going to return the game. Why? Uh, because Steam like has a two hour window where you can just return a game and oh so not because you hated it but no but in that hour and a half i couldn't even figure out how to get my ship away from like the first (laughs) area you love that type of game you played ultima no like (laughs) it the ship controls are so detailed like you have to like make sure your thrusters are switched on and well they're making it for that console controller now so i kind of wonder how that is gonna work yeah i think there's ways to dumb it down or whatever but like just the default controls with keyboard and mouse are just really complicated and, and a lot of the complaints checklist well it's just everything a lot that of the i complaints thought that i read about it was that just that there's like huge amounts of time waiting while you're traveling and then like, like space and and it seemed really repetitive. Like a lot of it is collecting minerals and then selling them. Well, I like that it like has that. the aspects of No Man's Sky that I thought No Man's Sky would have. Like you could be a turd farmer in space forever, or you can be a pirate and grab people or land on planets. Aren't we all sure. turd farmers? So like, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that is one that I've wanted to love, but the fir- my first Let's impression of it was just kind of like, I don't know, mm. this is pretty complicated. Okay. So. Guys, anyone else head like feel really dizzy and swimming after all that dew? I feel a little hot. Do I feel? No, I, I drink. Think... I drink too much soda anyway. Uh, so I think I need more dew. Now is the time to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. This is going to be a long uh, episode. We've had too much fun. What's happening to my brain right now? Guardians Gu- of the Galaxy. Here, have some more. Nope. <laughs> Kill- well, you can keep it short by not saying too much because I didn't see it. So the, the no spoilers. Squ- the squeakle. Well, there's going to be no spoilers for the squeakle. Um, I don't know what my mouth is going to say if it's a spoiler or not. Alvin, Simon, and Theodore crawl inside Dave's mouth while he's sleeping. And they and all, everybody comes. So. <laughs> and everybody comes. So, you know. It's, a, <laughs> Which it's in the it, works, guys. Everybody comes is a, is a, uh, is a uh, educational book that I started writing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when he didn't sleep. You did just, um, why are you going to, you you're going to throw that out there and not tell anybody what it is. Just let it go. People don't need to know what the fuck I'm talking about. It they was never an do idea anyway. I had in the shower. <laughs> We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I've had too much caffeine. Uh, Howard the Duck, wonderful. Hickory dickory duck, he ain't about to be plucked. Too groovy for gravy, too precious for pate. He's a funky little feather bearing waterfowl. All right. Yeah, that was the theme song. Um, <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is a lot of fun. Um, it's it, the first movie and more ever. of it. And yeah, it's, <laughs> no. it's just like the first movie, but there's more of it. Like it's a long movie. It, it is really, it is very 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 long movie. Um, but also the previews were thirty minutes. <laughs> also the pre- yeah, yeah yeah. Um, 
when in the trailers, I haven't extensively watched the most recent trailers, but you see a lot of clips from stuff at the beginning and a lot of clips from stuff at the very, very end, and not a lot of the middle. I didn't know what the movie was about. Ultimately, it is about Peter Quill discovering who his father was, and he is played by Kurt Russell, which I assume most people have heard at least in the trailer. So, um, and uh, there's lots of cool effects, cool characters, funny jokes. It does suffer from a pretty severe degree of sequelitis in that you get the very first scene. I rolled my eyes a bit because there's just like. Everyone's like, oh, dancing Groot from the first movie. So they just play that up a little bit. I, Baby Groot was adorable in the first film. Baby Groot has turned into a marketing sensation. Baby Groot made Disney a ton of money when the first film came out. So this film was full of Baby Groot. And eventually I actually got to the point where I was like, oh, I see. Baby Groot actually has performed a function as being this like different version of a character later on in the movie. Because it is like having a baby there. And he's, he's sort of a different character. Um, but... But I mean the okay. So if you see the trailer, there's a scene where the guardians are on this like uh, pedestal thing that's that's circular, and they're fighting a big tentacle beast, lots of lots of teeth. Rathtar, a a Rathtar, basically. So you nerd. Seen, so you've seen the Rathtar, but what you haven't seen is that the entire battle is happening mostly out of focus in the background while Baby Groot dances to Electric Light Orchestra for like the entire, um, <laughs> which is cute, um, but is just sort of a physical embodiment of how, ah, I see. This movie is actually full of charm, but is also going to hinder that charm by pandering to me and explaining the jokes too much. So the, f- the film will do things that are like genuinely really funny, and then it'll sort of tell you why it's funny. I'm like, guys, I got it. It was a good joke, and now you've sort of fucked up your joke. <laughs> and I like you, but you're trying too hard. Hmm. And the film was not overly damaged by this but it was filled with it and it's just a shame because most of it was working and it didn't need to try as hard as it was because you got a great cast you have fun characters and you have cool environments neat shit happening the ensemble grows bigger i like mantis in the comics i like mantis in the film uh i wasn't sure why they were doing more yondu that was totally earned and he gets his fin from the comics like the actual swoopy mohawk fin which i was very pleased about um Oh yeah, and uh, Kurt Russell's no uh, when fun, they're fun dude when they're unnecessarily explaining jokes is it at least Drax doing it? Well, Drax. I mean, like when it's like on the nose. I mean, some of it. Yeah, like we get Dra- we we get Drax's jokes right. We understand the premise of Drax's character. We know what worked about him in the original film. So imagine a version of the humor of Drax where they don't use it sparingly enough and they're like you can call it before it's about to happen someone will say something drax will take it weird and it'll be like even weirder than drax normally would have taken it or like it's almost always sexual for some reason and they've basically hurt the joke of drax's character in this film gotcha not unrecoverable just not well done um, and there's also there's some amazing effects, but then also there's a lots of sequences that take place um, that were just filmed in green screen environments where they they just don't look good. So particle effects will be great, but if someone's standing around in like a landscape that clearly wasn't there, it just doesn't look great. There was huh. one really cool shot where they panned out that I really liked. I'm not gonna spoil it, obviously. There's plenty of cool yeah, parts, yeah, yeah. but there's just it's there's it's a it's a lovely film. It's lots of fun. If you like the first one, you'll like this one. But they did sort of dilute it a bit and it feels like a sequel well i mean it is a sequel but it is but a sequel doesn't have to feel like a sequel it can feel episodic empire strikes back doesn't feel like a sequel it feels like a great standalone film where you just happen to already know the characters uh gun did say that he's it's it's a three movie story and then that's it for them 
So like they're going to have a volume three and then no more of those characters. Really? That's what he says. He, said, he says. he said there might be a volume four, but their story arc ends in three. And well, his contract probably. Well, no, no. He said like that's how it was. It was. Yeah. It was being done. Like their story concludes those characters in volume three, definitely. Um, in mm-hmm. volume four, there may be a volume four, but it won't be the same crew because they do allude to. Is other... he going to keep finding new cassette tapes from his mom? There's a really funny joke about that in there <laughs> that we're not going to spoil. Okay, but there is. But the um, cassette does get really heavy-handed, much like their their interpretation of Drax's comedy. Also, it just it's just too much. It's but just too much. They're um well you know it's his it's his only lifeline to Earth it's important I know I know it's important but like it was such a success for the first movie they double downed on it when they there's didn't a have scene to. where Rocket's like hey do you have any Quill's music and then there's no need for it I thought it was going to be a distraction it wasn't a distraction Rocket just likes it now I guess but they never go into it so it seems more like hey we want to play a song but we want all the music to seem like it's somewhat environmental so we're going to have Rocket say that I don't know it was like <laughs> it was there was just it's a it's a fun film I'm. I'm not did or did it not Uga your chakas? Ugh. Um <laughs> Chakas oh, were actually Ugad in an unpleasant way, but not that I I mean, I still love these characters. I still had a lot of fun. Who's saying that? Song? I know it sounds like I'm nitpicking here, but really I just it's so close. It's so close to to it, it hurt itself. It's just it's being that uncomfortable person at a party who is trying to goddamn hard. I like the movie because you thought they were cool already. Mm. I liked the movie, and there's a lot of guest stars and things that they've set up for movies that may happen much later. No shortage of cool shit. It's is there a Stan Lee cameo? It is the best Stan Lee cameo. You said that before about other no, Stan Lee cameos. No, this is the best this Stan is, Lee cameo. The only other thing that holds a candle to this is how well done that first Amazing Spider-Man cameo was, with uh, where he's got the headphones the on and all that, that fight's happening. But contextually, this one is a sheer delight. It could be, and maybe is, I don't know, the last one because it's so good. I heard that it um, won't be the last Marvel one he dies. actually uh, they filmed like four more, said yeah. that that fan theory about his character was true. That he's a watcher? Yes. It's... <laughs> I I do not want to say anything more about it, but there are fragments of what you just said that are not inaccurate. However, that statement at face value is not true. Wait, but I you'll have to see okay, the movie. So you'll more. have to see it. You'll have to see, see it. Yeah, just have to okay. see it. Oh, but so they touch on that a little bit in the movie. There fragments of what you said have some kind if of explain basis more. I guess it'd be a spoiler. That but okay. yes. so, all right, that's, I'm, I'm intrigued. I read that before Guardians came out. So no, that was uh, and that's been a theory since like no, fucking, not the theory, you know, but that yeah. they were actually confirming it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And Jimmy Yearns in this movie, guys. So that was cool. Jim, oh yes, yes. I, I mean, heard about that. He doesn't that. do much, I, but he's great. I regret to inform <laughs> that Jimmy Yearn is tragically underutilized in this film. He doesn't uh, get to talk. J- Jimmy really. Yearn, the frontman for Mindless Self Indulgence and the Left Rights, uh, which is just another version of Mindless Self Indulgence. Uh, he's he's a really fun dude. Great to see on screen. He basically has no lines. He's just kind of a, a lead background crony, and it's uh, does it's, he kind of just sneak up and hit you like a fucking tornado? <laughs> Would that he did, but it's more just—it's more just fun to see him on screen in the background. Like, oh, there's Jimmy Urin. Oh, there he is again. Okay, cool. I, I had had such high hopes when they announced that he was in it. But yeah, he doesn't get to really. He, they speak. didn't really use him. They didn't. Really I thought use there'd him. be a scene where he'd be like, "Bitches love me because they know that I can rock," and then like keep walking, but he didn't say anything. And or rock would be like, "And why else the bitches love you?" Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah. and he starts to open his mouth, and then because they know a scene. that I can rhyme. 
Yeah, I mean, oh. I, I would have died if that happened. I don't know if anyone else in the theater would have gotten Throughout the quadrants. <laughs> I mean, it makes fucking sense. Why wouldn't they do it? Wait, is Jan Michael Vincent in it? You said quadrants. No. I Just instead of projects. Uh, oh. Because, you know. Oh, this went over my it's head. It's a Jan Michael Vincent space. cameo. <laughs> anyway, there's a bunch of cameos and characters from the actual comics and stuff that I didn't know who were until I looked up after. Um, some deep cuts. There's some deep cuts. In so there. I didn't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but... It's definitely you should see it because it's great and there's one more. Is the Hulk in it? No. I, I, I'll tell no, you No, there was a great trailer I, about that. I was excited for the possibility of having some kind of crossover with the Hulk film in here. There, if there is, it is extraordinarily subtle and there's no, there's no after credit scene. So subtle scene you're not even sure? Pertaining to... Was Jeff Goldblum in this movie? I'm not going to tell you, Doug. I didn't ask you. I'm but, just saying. Oh, but okay. there's really, there's no, there's no concrete connective tissue of any kind i just want to know how the whole got in outer space i guess we'll find out in thor ragnarok okay it's all you know there's gonna be a uh 15 minute pixar animated short before the movie of hulk going into dude space. i would love to see a pixar <laughs> hulk film i would like, just, just gonna have giant <laughs> i would eyes. trust them i would trust them to do it they're just gonna make him look really cute and then something sad happens and then at the to. end of the day he's conquered it no no it. they didn't make wreck it ralph that was Disney. The Hulk buys a cat and then has this whole emotional. Uh, or there's like a bird thing it's gonna, with the cat for a long period of time. It makes you cry at the end. Gr- growing up, I had an, an issue of the Hulk magazine, which is Marvel did comics magazines in the late 70s, early 80s. And this was, they were generally a little bit more adult. My parents did not realize this. There is a story where um, I believe a heroin addict um, falls in love with the Hulk because he's the only man who's treated her right. He just like she finds him and he's like he's with the Hulk or or Bruce the, Banner the the Hulk. Ooh, okay. Eventually, like because he's just a big big dumb monster. Like right. and she's like everyone treats me bad, but you you don't treat me bad, baby. And he's like because Hulk, Hulk is actually smash. Hulk is actually quite gentle. The problem is people try to attack him. You <laughs> right. know? And, he says and, that and when he has he's sex. He's provoked from from anger. Hulk right, smash. right, right, right. And I hope so. Smash it and bang it. And, from the and Hulk. then she and she dies from an overdose in it. And like and Bruce Banner just kind of wakes up and, and he's like, oh god, what the fuck happened? Can we? <laughs> it was great. Can we talk about the worst part of Guardians of the Galaxy two for a second? Let's do. What is it? The fucking Marvel logo. It was sure. the worst thing. I mean, I mean, there's nothing more to say. It just it keeps getting Studios worse has and updated worse. updated their, their logo. It's not just a cool Their head is super of, inflated, and they're going to crash and burn really hard at some point. Mm. So. It, it, now it, it's, it's like a, two minutes long. They wrote, a, they wrote an original piece of music for it. Um, they, they, for they, the logo? Yes. They now, oh, they now pan through uh, not, not really much comic pages at all, but actual stills from their own films. Ooh. It's, like it's, for it's a, a long time. It's not great. It's it just... The comics thing was actually really fun and iconic and made it's me charming, feel yeah. feel good. But and this one is too long. It's like and we're Marvel. Look at this. We got made these movies that made us so much. Welcome money. to the cinema. It's like welcome to the cinematic universe, suckers. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's time to party. <laughs> if it said that, I would fucking love it. Actually, it's like from the studio who brought you Iron Man. Start <laughs> Iron Man two. Start rubbing Thor. Iron Man three. Thor two. Thor two. Start rubbing your nubbins. You're about to see a Marvel movie. Avengers. Avengers 2. Gleep Glop. Captain America. Just list all of them. <laughs> Spend some goddamn Honestly, money. Doug. Spend Doug, some goddamn The way they were showing the scenes, that is exactly what they fucking did, but without words. It was really annoying. Let's Ugh. remind you of why you're here. Yeah. I was like, guys, I fucking get it. I'm we the made voice it. of THX. We this make is what movies sound like. We make other <laughs> movies, just so you know. BTW. There should, there should be one scene where it's just Batman, and then there's a big X over it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like yeah. okay so 
Yeah, moving so on. So it's time. It's time. It's time to end the episode. Well, we, I got one more thing to say before. Oh, what we'll do be you really got? quick. Uh, no, because it's, it's never really rather quick important. With you. It will be okay. So we got a Hulu account because uh, we re- remember we read that book a long time ago, *Handmaid's Tale*. Uh, for an episode of Nerdy Show Book Club, which hasn't come out due yes. extru- exclusively to my fault. And it's uh, extremely yes. relevant. Anyway, so uh, the show came out, yes. and I'm always skeptical when someone adapts a book, you know, like the Harry Potter movies. They made a show, and it is friggin' phenomenal. It is more disturbing and uncomfortable than it was to read the book. It is more upsetting than Game of Thrones, and it is very relevant. And there's some really, really cool things. The use of a Blondie song, which I won't spoil, but it's like done amazingly. Interesting. Um, it, it is a very powerful and fucked up show. So if anyone has access to Hulu, I know you do, Bor. Yeah. Uh, Actually, watch, I've been watching yeah. a new Hulu show that I'll briefly plug. Well, the thing it's so uh, messed up. Well, I just want to say the reason it's the reason it's so messed up is because this thing is not well, longer. The I, reason I why you. A Handmaid's Tale is so fucked up is because I can, I am cynical and I can picture it's so close to reality that you're like what's the the point in our world that will tip us to this this right. thing i can see it happening if something happens so mm-hmm. but anyway boy yeah i've got a really brief one for people that have hulu uh there's a show called the good place it's got ted danson Kristen bell is the lead and it's in a nutshell Kristen bell dies she goes spoilers to- this is the I'm first kidding, episode. It's the whole premise for the show, Brandon. <laughs> she dies. She goes to heaven. And uh, it's a comedy about her, how she's not supposed to be in heaven. Like, she got mixed up with somebody with the same name. And <laughs> she got put into that person's version of heaven. So everything that surrounds her is this other person. And uh, Is it like, like what dreams just, may come, but it's not their heaven? It's yeah. like somebody Basically, else's. <laughs> yeah. And she, she's trying to not tip anybody off that she should really be in hell. And uh, oh. it's just, it's it's a hilarious show, and uh, I, I highly recommend it. Remember the time Bill and Ted cool. jumped people it's in heaven and took the their clothes? The Good Place and, on, and, on Hulu, and I believe uh, NBC or ABC or something. And for the counterpoint to that show, watch Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell on Adult Swim. Also, Star vs. the Forces of Evil is friggin' great. Moving on. <laughs> we'll talk about Star at length more at a later date, and I promise I will get that episode of book club out as soon as humanly possible. There's just too much shit going on. Life is, pan- is a pandemonium. Taking us out is a little bit of pandering from Kirby Crackle. This is Dancing Baby Groot. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a great song, and Dancing Baby Groot was awesome the first time it happened. Um, so have some more, everybody. Uh, this is from his 2015 record, Mutate Baby, Dancing Baby Groot by Kirby Crackle. I've seen dogs in the summertime Lying on the grass in the sun I've seen cats Hidden ivory keys I've seen heroes drawn by Scotty Young I've looked up, I've looked down, I look all around But nothing that I find can compare To the time that I stuck through the credit scenes Saw you moving, shaking up there Cause I've never seen nothing as cute As a dancing baby group So play the Jackson 5 if you feel alive the whole world dancing with you Cause I've never seen nothing as cute As a baby group You never say a lot In fact I find it's only three words And the times that you eat yourself Tell me how does that never hurt I look left, I look right I can't sleep at night The thought of you it won't leave my head from the time that I stuck through the credit scenes 
just when we all thought you were dead Cause I never seen nothing as cute as a dancing baby groove So play the Jackson 5 if you feel alive Get the whole world dancing with you Cause I've never seen nothing as cute as a baby Groot We'd have so much fun together I'd keep your pot safe and I'd bring you water I'd dance into the music every night I'd help you grow up big and strong I'd take you back to space where you belong And you'd always have a friend Credit scenes, and everything was leading to you. Cause I never seen nothing as cute as a dancing baby groove. So play the Jackson 5 if you feel alive. Get the whole world dancing with you. Cause I never seen nothing as cute. No, I never seen nothing as cute. Cause I never seen nothing as cute as a baby groove. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.